Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast. This is the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into a business-growing sales machine. It has the latest marketing, email, sales, SEO, and social media advice, and also has strategies and tips from the experts without fluff. Your host is Nick Truman. He's a Shopify expert and an education partner with the Shopify-approved course, 1,000 Sales and Beyond. He's the CEO of JustAskParker.com, a global specialist marketing agency for Shopify owners. Nick has over 13 years experience in digital marketing from PPC and SEO through to digital transformation of businesses. He's helped hundreds of brands from startup Shopify stores through to international enterprises that operate in hundreds of countries. Nick will be sharing his knowledge and interview the experts to help you in your journey to success. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Now, here's your host, Nick Truman. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Winning with Shopify podcast. For anybody who's not tuned in, this is episode two of the year. I think we're in episode 120 or something like that now. My name's Nick. I'm the CEO of a company called Just Ask Parker and the host of this podcast. As you may have seen if you've been tuning in for a long time and listening to me waffling about various topics over the last uh, sort of six, nearly seven months since I took over from Caroline, you'll know that we're in the middle of a series right now about talking to store owners. I have at least two, if not three more store owners coming up. However, for two reasons, one being that we haven't had a chance to record. The second reason also being that we have just got an announcement in over the last few weeks in the SEO world that there is an update coming that relates to website page speed. So today I'm going to be talking about page speed and unpacking how important it is, how we can optimize it, some of the things we probably need to do to make it a little bit better, and some things that you guys can do now or stuff you can get us to do as well to to sort it all out. But just before we dive in, if you didn't listen last week, a massive Happy New Year from me. I have to say it's not a very happy new year in the UK because we're currently in another lockdown. We have vaccines. It's all looking very positive, but we're all currently stuck at home and working in bedrooms and and, and that sort of thing at the moment. But um, I hope you're all well. I hope you've been avoiding COVID. Last week, as I mentioned, we were talking to the Rare Tea Company, a Shopify store owner. So please go back and have a quick listen to that if you haven't already. My guest last week was absolutely fantastic. She's a very good friend of mine. And we spoke about everything from the ethics of running a business to how you can change the world and also how they've grown their business and grown their online store using Shopify during the pandemic, which has been absolutely key because they've lost a a heck of a lot of other channels like wholesale and they used to provide tea to restaurants and that sort of thing. So please do go back and listen to that if you haven't already. This episode, as I mentioned, is going to be a bonus one. And then next week onwards, we've got at least two, possibly three, probably two, I think, is going to be my estimate, uh, two more store owners to talk to about how they've grown their store and how they're starting to scale things up. After that, we've got some very special guests joining us uh, probably in early to middle of February. And we'll have a couple of episodes talking about trust and reviews and that sort of thing as well. So more to be shared over the coming weeks on that. But before we dive in today, the last thing to mention again is that we're going to be talking about Google page speed. And when I say Google, we're doing this for an SEO purpose, as well as our users. There's a bit of a phrase we use in in SEO a lot within my consultancy in London. And that phrase is that we do SEO for the users and customers first, then for Google. Because at the end of the day, if we please them... Google may even look at our website and see that it's absolutely hideous, the design's awful, the code's rubbish, it loads slowly, etc. But if Google see that people are coming in and still buying our products and still having a good experience of some sort, 
then actually we're still doing okay in the SEO world. So SEO, just to make the point, is not purely about these technical bits that we're going to be talking about today. It really is about customer experience. And that leads me on nicely to talk about this update that's coming from Google. So in May 2021, there's going to be what's called an algorithm update where Google is going to update the way that it chooses which website appears at number one. It might sound scary if you've not done any SEO before, but it's quite a normal thing. Um, It happens several times a year and has done for, I'm going to hazard a guess, at 15 years, possibly slightly longer as well. So pretty much since Google was first incepted as a concept um, and a search engine was first created, I think Overture or whatever it was called back in the day before Google took over. And it's what Yahoo used to be called. Algorithm updates were quite a normal thing. So what I'm doing today is giving you guys a bit of a heads up as to what's going to change in May. There are a number of things, and I recommend doing a bit of Googling to see what what Google's going to be obsessed with from May onwards. And the reason you do that is there's probably things you should sort out now. And actually, the final point I want to make before I talk specifically about page speed is that algorithm updates rarely affect our clients. And I don't say that to show off. What I mean to say is that all Google is always trying to do is improve the user experience to people searching on Google. So where they've done updates, for example, where they wanted mobile websites to suddenly exist. And in the day, we literally used to have a one version for desktop, one for mobile. And then, of course, Apple launched the iPad and tablets came out. So they decided to have what's called a responsive website, which is what you guys all have now. So Google didn't roll out an update basically saying either you're up with the latest trends and have a mobile site or eventually a responsive website. Either you're up to the trends or we're kicking you out the door. If you look at it slightly differently, Google was actually just trying to get the best website to number one. That's always been their ethos. So if you've got a nice, smart mobile website and people are starting to browse the web on their phones, which they were, Google's going to push you up the rankings. So it's the same with this. If your website is already quick and has good user experience and people like shopping on your store, and you can see that with your conversion rates, et cetera, then you've probably not got too much to worry about. But I think at all times, you should always be doing everything you can to boost SEO. So what we're going to talk about today is specifically this page speed aspect of this algorithm update. But just to flag as well that it's not just about page speed. Page speed's one element of this update. The rest of it is around user experience. So if you get some people to play on your website, as we've mentioned in lots of podcast episodes over the years, get some people to play on your website. And if they get stuck and things don't load properly, buttons don't work, images aren't appearing, images are pixelated, videos won't work on play, All of that stuff's going to damage you after this algorithm update. It's going to lower your rankings in Google, lower your traffic. And we all know traffic equals revenue. So if the traffic comes down, revenue is going to come down too. And if you ask me for my honest opinion, for good reason. You should make sure these things are working at all times and that these things are always sorted. Because if you don't, A, these algorithm updates are going to hit you and B, your customers are probably angry already. So actually, Google sending you less traffic is, in my opinion, um, as somebody wants to see the industry strive and be the best industry it possibly can be, I think they're going to mark you down for good reason. So let's try and sort this stuff out. And today's a bit of a heads up about that. Again, nothing I'm going to share today is new. This is stuff you should have been doing anyway. Google's just about to put a bit more of a focus on it. So let's talk about page speed. So there's a few things that affect page speed. And some of these might sound completely alien to you because some of them are going to be a bit technical. Some of them should make perfect sense. So the first thing that affects page speed is image and video sizing. So if you have an enormous image that's, say, 100 megabytes, for a normal browser to download that image to just show it on the web page, that could take anything up to a minute or two. Guarantee if that's a product image, the customer's already left. 
if they land on a product page, they want to see that image nice and quickly so they can make their buying decision. They, customers are not going to want to sit around for hours on end trying to wait for web pages to load. So images is a really uh, simple thing that would affect page speed. Shopify, given that this is the Winning with Shopify podcast, and we do work on lots of other platforms, but specifically on Shopify, Shopify uses apps, which I'm sure most people listening are quite familiar with. They're basically like little plugins. You can get an app to do certain things for you and all that sort of stuff. But one of the things we have noticed over the years, and it's a very known thing in the Shopify world, is the more apps you use, the slower your pages are going to be. So what you need to do at some point is take a step back and say, well, do we need all of these apps? Is there one app that could do lots of these things that would load faster? Or actually, and I'll come on to this a bit later when I talk about some quick wins, is there a way that we could get the apps to load differently? So could we get the apps to load after page load. You can't necessarily do that on Shopify, but there are ways that you can make the page itself load and then elements on the page load later. So your page speed is very quick because the page loads quickly. And after the page is loaded, various elements then start populating across the screen. So that is one solution that we'll come onto a little bit later. And then in general, lots of certainly smaller stores that we work with, they sort of see a fancy app and go, oh, I definitely want that feature on my site. They install the app. Page speed drops, but they're not thinking about page speed. They're thinking about customer experience and user experience and installing that app. So it's all done in good faith, but we need to make sure that when we're doing these things, that we do check things like page speed to make sure that we're not slowing down our website. Because again, that's going to hurt us in lots of different ways, not just SEO. Um, JavaScript, so where it might get technical. JavaScript is a coding language which is used to generally, the way I like to describe it, it makes stuff happen. So JavaScript might make a little widget move on the page, or it might do a calculation. So you might have the FIFO or Trustpilot widget on a product page, and that's actually a piece of JavaScript code. And that piece of code does a quick lookup when somebody loads the page to say, what product is this and how many reviews do we have for this product? Pull them in and display them on the page. And of course, that takes time and it uses data it has to actually download some data and make a calculation to do that, which is going to slow down your page load. So you notice how I'm not saying to get rid of any of these things. We'll come on to how to speed it up in a minute. There are ways we can make these things work a bit smarter for us. And we'll come on to a, a solution we've got as well to do all of this for you. The next one is generally if there's too many files to download, this would get really, really technical even to know how many files there are to download. I'm going to give you a couple of tools, free tools to test how fast your pages are in a little bit. But generally speaking, the more files that have to be downloaded by the browser to present the page, the slower that page is going to be. So in terms of speeding it up, less files equals faster page. But obviously, that does depend on the, the size of those files. If you convert 50 files into one, but that one is bigger than the individual 50 used to be, it might load quicker because it's got less files to load, but it also might load slower because the one file it now needs to load is a lot bigger than, than it ever was um, or than the 50 were previous. The next point on my list is external resources, and I've mentioned this already around reviews, but also things like a, an Instagram feed or a Facebook feed, etc. They're not bad things to have. But if you just install them and they load as part of page load, it's going to be really, really slow. And the user is going to be sitting around waiting for 20, 30, 40 seconds. In some cases, when we've uh, run tests on people's sites, one good thing to get rid of is unused code. So any code on your page, which also might be an app that you've got installed, but is turned off. So it still might be loading that app and all of that code, but just not displaying it anywhere. Well, that's going to slow down the page load and completely unnecessarily so. So actually, if you've got any apps you're not using, I would recommend that you check if they are loading it within the, uh, the pages of the site. And if they are, let's stop that from happening because we only want to load the absolute minimum of what we need for the customer, which should just be the things they see on the screen. 
And the final point on my list as well is theme options within Shopify. Um, Shopify have quite a good guide that I would recommend reading. If you just search Shopify page speed, it pops up in their help center. I think it's number one on Google. When I checked this morning, and I'm recording this podcast a few days before it goes out. So uh, yeah, so feel free to do that Google and have a look. And they mention in there that some themes can be incredibly slow just by the way that they are designed, the way they're coded all the different files that are required to load up that theme. So if you're looking at themes for Shopify, I would recommend either have a developer who's going to choose you the right theme or build one from scratch and know that it's quick, or I would test some live websites that have that theme and are loading quickly, and then maybe ask a developer, can you just make sure that we're definitely going to have our new theme at the same sort of speed as this other demo website I've seen? Because I've done some tests, and I'll show you how to do some tests in a bit. Yeah, we want to make sure that our theme does load quickly. And that was one of the big major things that Shopify have highlighted is just, it's not necessarily bad theme coding. It's just these themes have been built with other things in mind than page speed. But as I mentioned, page speed is getting more and more important. There is an argument in all of this that mobile phone connections and broadband connections, so like 5G, 4G, etc., I'm not going to go into the conspiracy theories of 5G causing coronavirus today because I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but I thought it was worth mentioning. But yeah, so 4G, 5G is getting faster, broadband lines are getting faster. And at the same time, people like all of you lovely listeners listening today are making changes to their sites to make their sites smaller or more streamlined in the way they load. So all in all, web pages are getting much, much faster. There's a bit of a golden rule with a web page. And we're aiming for it to load in under two seconds on every website. It's just a, it's a bit of a random number that the industry uses as a bit of a benchmark. It's completely relative to your business. And actually, if I customized the product and I clicked a button to say, you know, I set all the variations on uh, some shoes I wanted, like the color, the text to be on them, et cetera. And then I click go and it says loading. I'm probably quite happy to wait 30, 40, 50 seconds for that to load. That's absolutely fine. If I was just clicking onto the homepage of that shoe brand, I would not want that homepage to load slowly as a consumer. So that, that's the kind of thing that we're focusing on here. But two seconds is a good benchmark. And not only that, there are two page speed tools I'm going to give you in a minute to test page speed. And both of them have a traffic light color coded system from red to amber to green. So you'll know when you hit the green zone that, that things are certainly getting better. Just a flag, and I'll probably mention this at the end as well, We've actually created a page speed optimization service at Parker, which is another reason that this came up. And it was a sort of, well, at the algorithm updates there, Parker's now got a page speed optimization service. We should connect the dots here and tell everybody on the podcast about this page optimization service. So if any of you guys are sitting there with your Shopify store and a bit slow and you test it on the tools I'm about to tell you about, you can go to winningwithshopify.com forward slash all one word page speed. So winningwithshopify.com forward slash page speed. We normally charge $400 to do this. In the UK, we've done a couple of page speed optimizations with agencies. One cost 12 grand and one cost six grand. So it's 12,000 pounds, 6,000 pounds. So we normally charge $400 for this, which is pretty cheap in comparison because we know what we're doing within Shopify. Um, but we're running an offer just for you guys of $250. So please do go and check that out. Again, it's winningwithshopify.com forward slash page speed. As you'll know, I don't normally sell on my podcast episodes, so apologies for that. But again, we, we're trying to help businesses here, hence why we've discounted it. It's actually been our most popular task within Parker over the last three months. So again, another reason that we're flagging this and, and pushing it out. But if you want to know if you need that service or if you need to do some of your own work, if you're capable of doing it yourself, if you want to have a look at it all, there are two tools I would recommend to check page speed. The first one 
is Google Page Speed. So go to Google and type in Google Page Speed. And there's a thing called Page Speed Insights that pops up number one. Click on that. You don't even need to log in. You just pop your website in there. So it's not your website, but a web page. So if you put just mywebsite.com, so just your domain name to your homepage, if you put that in, it's going to check page speed just on your homepage. But it's free to run as many of these page speed tests as you want. So what I would recommend doing is going to Google Page Speed tool, um, Google Page Speed Insights, it's called. Go, go to that tool, put in your homepage. I would check four or five collections as well and note, note down all the results, both mobile and desktop. I would then go on to four or five products as well to see how quickly or slowly they're loading. And a few things you're looking for. One is obviously the score. Is it red, amber, green for page speed? Which ones need to be improved the most? And the second thing you're looking for as well is once it's done that, it will give you a nice big report. Again, it's completely free and the report will tell you, that free report will tell you exactly what is slowing down page speed. So you can dig through that. A lot of it will be code, JavaScript, CSS, etc. Again, our service, we don't need to know any of this, this info. You just send us, you know, you just apply for it, send us your website, and we will then log into your site and, and optimize it. We won't change the design or how anything works. We will just make the pages load faster. And on that winningshopify.com forward slash page speed, we've got some examples on there of the things that slow page speed down and some examples of how we fix them. So I recommend going and uh, going and having a look on that, even if you're planning to do it yourself. Because again, it'll be interesting just to see so your noting down what's slowing down page speed. But Google Page Insights, that will also tell you what is slowing down page speed. And if you don't know what any of the things mean in that report, the bit that just it drops down underneath the, uh, the big score. If you don't know what any of those things mean, you can go on Google and just Google them. And it will give you some insights, especially for Shopify, to go through and start making some changes to those things as well. The second tool, which is also free, much, much better than Google, in my opinion, because it gives me more information anyway, as, uh, as somebody wants all the development code and, and all the technical jargon for, for what I'm looking for. Things like CSS, inline CSS not working, not minifying CSS, JavaScript failing, JavaScript errors, etc. GT Metrics is the tool for you. So it's GT M-E-T-R-I-X, GT Metrics. So just go to Google and type in GT Metrics and it'll up, come up with gtmetrics.com page speed. Again, it's free to run. It does take a bit longer, especially if you're just using the free tool without logging in or paying anything. Because what they do is they queue people up. So unlike Google, they've not got tons and tons of spare server capacity that they're putting towards running these tests. So it will take a bit longer to run but it will certainly give you more info. So I'd recommend running a few pages through that. I think with every Shopify store, I'd always recommend checking page speed on home and at least one product and one collection. If not, four to five products, four to five collections and your home page. If you do a lot of blogging, I'd put in a blog page as well. What you're trying to do is just put in one, at least one of each of the different types of pages, the, the different actual themes or templates on your site to then see what is loading slowly. And it will tell you if you've got Facebook feed popping in, Instagram feed popping in, and that's going really slow. So actually, some of those things you can probably fix pretty quickly yourself. So again, I'd recommend using some of those tools. Some of the things that we often find are quick wins and can be done quickly without an actual page speed optimization service, stuff you can do yourselves. The first one is obviously images and videos. So making them as uh, small as possible without compromising any quality. The next thing you can do as well is disable features that customers aren't using. So I mentioned earlier about if you've got any apps running and the app is doing its calculation in the background of the code, every time somebody loads a product page or wherever the app is being used, 
But if you're not showing that information on the front end of the page to the customer, and that's the design of that app, then clearly that app shouldn't be running anymore. It's just slowing down page speed. So I definitely recommend turning anything off that's not running, but just be really careful not to compromise your user experience. So don't turn stuff off just for the sake of page speed, but then you lose your USPs, your review widget. The price actually appearing on the page was one that one of our customers was doing through a plugin because they basically offered a discount if somebody was logged in. So then this plugin would know they were logged in and take 10% of everything on the site because they were now a gold member or whatever the, uh, whatever the lingo was. So yeah, just be careful not to turn off any apps or take anything out that's actually going to break the website, the user experience, because that's going to hit you pretty quickly, especially if then customers, for whatever reason, can't buy from you. That's going to knock all of your revenue out instantly. So any money you're spending and all the effort you've put in is starting to be lost and wasted instantly. So just be really careful not to turn stuff off unless you need to. And the final thing, like I mentioned as well, you can get us to do it. You know, we've, uh, we've done a huge amount of these things over the last three or four months in terms of optimizing page speed. It used to be part of our main monthly marketing package that we offer, but we've now made it a specific service just for listeners of the podcast. So we do have a whole new brand, whole new website, and a whole new way of doing stuff coming out in the near future. I keep referencing it and we keep thinking of other things we should add in. So we've drawn a line and we're going to try and get that launched in the next couple of weeks. And so this will then be part of it. We will have audits and things on there. But for now, you can just get us to do it for you, which is nice and easy. Again, you just pay $250, send us your URL, and, and within a few weeks, we'll, we'll come back to you with the results. And before you do that, I recommend doing some page speed tests, noting down the results just to see the difference between before and after. Or what you could do is see how much you can do yourself if you've got enough time, and then decide, actually, I've done more than enough. I'm in, at least in the amber zone, if not heading towards green. I'm doing okay now. A few other things I would recommend doing, and for good reason. Page speed, can people can get absolutely obsessed with this, and too much so. So I think having a benchmark is a really, really good place to start. So in my opinion, a good benchmark is above 40 out of 100 on mobile and above 70 out of 100 on desktop. That is a very, very rough benchmark And to be perfectly open and honest, thousands upon thousands and probably a majority of e-commerce stores out there on the web right now are incredibly slow. So an e-commerce store like Shopify or even if you're using Magento or anything else, e-commerce stores are not like flat, what we'd call a flat website where you've just got pages of information and it's all just text and a couple of images. Shopify stores and all e-commerce stores are quite dynamic. Every time you load a page, things are happening. It's pulling product images um, on a collection page, for example, out of a database. It's also checking the filter to know what products should be in that collection and shouldn't be in that collection. You're pulling in review widgets, which are coming from another server. So you have to wait for that information to arrive from FIFO or Trustpilot or Yotpo or reviews.io, whichever platform you're using. It's got to pull that information in. And it's very, very normal for e-commerce sites to get really, really slow. So what I recommend you do is you have your hit list of SEO keywords, chuck a load of them into Google, and any sites that are coming up, number one, or a site that comes up for several of your keywords, so some of your competitors, I would look at how fast or slow their sites are and aim to be better. And when I say better, if, again, using my benchmark of 40 out of 100 on mobile, given that most, I think think it's almost a majority in the UK and US now that mobile has basically taken over, so majority of purchases now are happening. I'm pretty sure, I don't have any stats to hand, but I'm pretty sure majority of them are happening on mobile. So focus on mobile. If your competitors are 10 or 20 out of 100 on mobile, 
don't just stop at 25, 30. I would aim to get well above that 40 still. If your competitors are currently at 45 out of 100 of mobile or 50 out of 100, I would aim to still get above them or at least catch up so that you guys are now neck and neck on page speed, which is one of about 100, maybe 200 factors that go into SEO. And that number of factors depends on industry, how you're factoring or how you're grouping factors together, etc. So there is no magic number, but Google's looking at all the different things. So if you've caught up on page speed, if their page speed is pretty good and you've caught up anyway, you're in pretty good stead at this point. If their page speed is really, really slow and yours is really, really good, well, that's a massive, massive win. So I would say try and make it as fast as possible at all times. But yeah, just a quick disclaimer, don't get obsessed with this at all. The sort of things you should always be obsessed with in e-commerce are things like your conversion rate, what your revenue is, what your revenue versus spend on any advertising is, um, how much you're generating from SEO, how effective your email campaigns are to get your second, third, fourth, fifth order from each customer and beyond and building that customer base that's buying again and again and again. Page speed is one of those things that I think you should come back to every sort of somewhere between sort of four to six months. A lot of our clients now are starting to do these page speed optimizations sort of two, maybe three times a year. And I, I must flag as well, if you do go for one of our marketing plans, it is cheaper than $250 again because it uses some credits out of that. So yeah, there's plenty of options there. And if you want to book a call with my colleague, then feel free to reach out to us and we can uh, organize something like that as well. But again, I wanted to talk about page speed today. That's pretty much it on the page speed front. Again, this is going to be a massive factor. So I think we've given you some tools to go and check how good it is, given you some quick wins to go and sort it out yourself, or at least know if it's working or not, and some quick wins you can do to make it a little bit better anyway. And again, if you need some support, it is there from us now. And that's what we're trying to do as well with Parker is be a bit more of a support resource to you guys as, uh, as Shopify store owners. So without further ado, let's close today's chapter. I really appreciate you all listening. And as always, you know, our podcast is growing nicely. So please tell your friends, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Next week, we're going to be back with another Shopify store owner doing a bit of an interview about how they started the business and how it's growing. So if you can't wait till next week, we've got hundreds of episodes um, that we've already recorded with a whole variety of guests. So please go and check those out. And if you want to start a discussion, go and check out the Winning with Shopify Facebook group on Facebook as well. Just jump into Facebook, log in and uh, type in Winning with Shopify and you should find us pretty quickly. So thanks again for joining us today and I'll be back again next week. Sign up for free for the Shopify approved marketing course at 1000salesandbeyond.com and get our show notes at justaskparker.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast. See you next time.